AT&T's DirecTV will no longer be carrying One America News. As we celebrate MLK Day, we hear some words of wisdom from Dr. Alveda King. Plus, CNN's Brian Stelter and guests think Joe Biden isn't being covered fairly in the media. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the left's push to silence conservative voices, because what we saw in 2020 with the censorship of former President Trump and the shutdown of news stories critical of Joe Biden has only become worse. Over the last two years, an approved narrative has developed on a wide range of topics, elections, COVID-19, corruptions, race relations, you name it. The list goes on and on. There's an approved narrative, and then there's free speech that differs from the approved narrative. This speech disagrees, questions, or debates the approved narrative. Well, it used to, not anymore. Now, anything that deviates from the approved narrative, those talking points from the left, is shut down, blocked, banned, removed, or labeled. When I was growing up, if we talked about banning free speech or dissent, we'd be talking about China or the former Soviet Union. Now we're talking about America and the combination of leftists and media, academics, big tech, and government, which seek to steer and control both thought and speech. That's what we're seeing now. During Trump's presidency, left-wing outlets like CNN, MSNBC, and the legacy networks pushed a Trump-Russia collusion story that was 100% false and they did it for years. Then, in the closing months of 2020, a legitimate news story on Joe Biden's son, a story that would have influenced voters to turn away from Biden, was completely shut down and blocked by big tech on social media. The story was from a legitimate news source and was 100% true, but it didn't matter. Now, we have Joe Biden calling on the left to shut down free speech, all in the name of eliminating so-called disinformation. Here's Biden from Thursday. Unfortunately, while our military is stepping up, as they always do, there are others sitting on the sidelines, and we're standing in the way. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, do it. Personal choice impacts us all, our hospitals, our countries. I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets, please deal with the misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. He's making a direct request for censorship. None of Biden's statements on COVID follow the science. Vaccine mandates don't follow the science. And yet he is pleading with big tech to shut down opposing voices. Well, guess what happened next? This past Friday, one day after Biden's speech, DirecTV, which is owned by AT&T, announced that it was dropping One America News from its cable lineup. That's right, OAN will be gone and the left is claiming victory. Here's the story. DirecTV's announcement it will not renew One America News' contract in April has become a political hot button with leftists celebrating the move and former President Donald Trump teasing a boycott of AT&T at Saturday night's campaign rally. The free market in action Representative Ted Lieu, Democrat of California, tweeted Friday, DirecTV drops 
Fringe Network OAN. CNN's far-left media critics Brian Stelter and Oliver Darcy, who were the first to call for Trump to be deplatformed from Twitter, have been pushing a complete ban on conservative networks from major cable systems. Stelter and Darcy pounced on the news of OAN's cancellation, calling it a significant blow to OAN, which it rebuked as a fringe network. What's interesting is that CNN's ratings continue to drop. The network is losing hosts due to sexual harassment allegations, and it knowingly pushed false Trump stories for years. Yet Brian Stelter calls OAN a fringe network? In other reaction to the DirecTV news, the left-wing group Occupy Democrats tweeted this. Breaking. In a major blow to Trump, DirecTV announces that it is dropping One America News, the network that was instrumental in inciting the deadly insurrection and brainwashing millions of conservatives into believing Trump's big lie. Retweet if you support DirecTV's decision. Unreal. The left engages in brainwashing in movies, search results, education, news reports, and more. But when someone says something counter to the approved talking points, they jump into action. The effort to remove OAN from AT&T's DirecTV may have culminated on Friday, but the effort has been going on for months. As soon as left-wing organizations realize how much OAN depends on AT&T for revenue and circulation, the push was on to pressure the company. Back in November, 16 organizations signed a letter to AT&T urging them to remove One America News. The letter focused on three points. The first was a claim that OAN actually undermines democracy with dangerous disinformation. The other claim was that OAN promotes public health disinformation and endangers lives. You see a pattern here? The left knows it can't win a debate on ideas, so their latest tactic is to say that free speech is actually dangerous, that words are actually dangerous. The letter also stated that since AT&T promotes justice and equality, it must remove OAN because OAN supposedly spreads conspiracy theories. It's outrageous, but as long as the President of the United States is calling for full-on censorship, the left will keep pushing on this issue. It's up to all of us to push back. All right, next let's hear some words of wisdom on MLK Day. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on, that way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, so next we acknowledge that today is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday and remembrance of it is fitting as America is under attack from the left in an effort to divide people based on race. We see it all over the place. The Democrats are pushing the federal takeover of elections and calling it a voting rights bill. No one is being denied the right to vote, yet the Democrats are trying to make this a racial issue. They say that requiring an ID in order to vote is racist, yet Americans of all races favor requiring an ID in order to vote. The left pushes critical race theory, which labels some children as oppressed simply because of skin color, and others as oppressors. Meanwhile, King envisioned a colorblind society where people were judged on merit. Imagine that. Well, today, Dr. Alveda King, MLK's niece, shared some thoughts with the country in the hopes that we will remember her uncle's words and strive to be better, both as individuals and as a community. In a column published on Fox News, King writes the following. 
Another year has come and gone. Here in January 2022, as we celebrate the legacy of my uncle, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and also are reminded of the sanctity of life, the theme of human kindness and a regard for human dignity comes to mind. Meanwhile, with looming threats of violence and racial unrest, fear and strife are knocking at the door. I believe if MLK were here today, he would remind us, hatred paralyzes life, love releases it. Hatred confuses life, love harmonizes it. Hatred darkens life, love illuminates it. There is certainly too much hate and division in this country, but the way we fix this is by engaging in discussions, real true debate and dialogue. However, how can that be done if one side is literally banning and censoring the other? Here's more from King. I believe if MLK were here today, he would encourage us to hold on to hope, fear not, have faith in God, and choose human kindness and love over hate. Faith is taking the first step even when we don't see the whole staircase, he said. Everything that is done in the world is done by hope. Even if I knew that tomorrow the world would go to pieces, I would still plant my apple tree. MLK also once said, we must learn to live together as brothers and sisters or perish together as fools. I just love that. Live together as brothers and sisters or perish together as fools. This is the crossroads at which we have arrived, friends. Do we embrace the politics of division or do we see each other as Americans with differing views and opinions, but all members of the same community? If we look for enemies, all we will find are enemies. We must be better than that. We must all strive to build a country that protects innocent human life and which honors the dignity of all people. Treating each other as equals and not divided based on race or who's an oppressor or who's oppressed. This is the United States of America, or at least it should be. All right, next we have an interesting story about the press coverage for Joe Biden following a word from our sponsor. I wanna tell you about my friends over at World Fair. If you have a photo of your childhood home, your favorite travel spot, your hometown football stadium, whatever it is, World Fair takes that photo and turns it into a hand-drawn work of art. These sketches make great gifts, moving announcement cards, invitations, and more. So many possibilities that World Fair can do for you. And all you need is a photo. Just use the link in the description and use coupon code BOBBY13 for 10% off your next purchase. Okay, next let's talk about CNN's Brian Stelter and his low-rated show, Reliable Sources, that actually claims to take a look at the media from an unbiased angle. It's a joke and nobody believes it. Nobody watches it either. But despite how bad it is, I still get surprised sometimes when some of the topics pop up and I just say, where did this come from? This weekend, for example, Stelter had a discussion with CNN political analyst Joe Lockhart. And Lockhart actually claimed that the media were covering Joe Biden unfairly. That's right. According to Lockhart, the press are just too mean to Biden. Joe, can we go to Biden for a moment? Because uh, I'd like to hear sure. a Democrat's point of view about Biden at the one-year mark. How is the press treating Biden as he heads into that one-year mark? Listen, I think the press is failing. Uh, they're treating him unfairly. First off, there ought to have been a dividend for returning truth and decency to the White House. And we didn't get that. We didn't get it at all. We've kind of returned to the snarky attitude uh, that we saw with Trump. The press is failing. That's what Lockhart said. 
Well, of course, the press is failing. They have become mouthpieces for the left, pushing Democrat talking points and attacking everything on the right. But that's not why Lockhart thinks the media have failed. He actually thinks that the media should be nicer to Biden. And why? Because Lockhart says that Biden has returned truth and decency to the White House. Are you kidding me? In our lead segment, I played the clip of Biden calling for dissenting voices to be silenced. Last week, speaking in Atlanta, Biden said this. I will not yield. I will not flinch. I will defend the right to vote. Our democracy against all enemies, foreign and, yes, domestic. Biden was talking about legislation to federalize elections. What he was saying there is that if you oppose the legislation, you are a domestic enemy. This is a return to decency. He just called anyone who has an opposing opinion about a piece of legislation a domestic enemy. But he wasn't done there. Biden also said this. I ask every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? This is the moment to decide. So much for unity and inclusion. Now, if you don't support Biden's plan, you're a segregationist, a racist. That's what he just said about any elected official or opponent who doesn't fall in line with removing the filibuster and having the federal government take over elections. If you don't support that, you're a racist, according to Joe Biden. And yet, back to CNN, Joe Lockhart says Biden has brought decency back to the White House. Here's more on Lockhart's take on Biden's unfair media coverage. And I'll give you an example uh, about some of the decisions that get made. As I said, the, from the very first briefing, the Trump spokespeople lied. They lied every day, every briefing. And the majority of those briefings were uh, aired live on television. Jen Psaki's in there now telling the truth. She's telling us what's going on in the government, what people need to hear. And they're rarely on live television. So that tells me that this is more about entertainment than it is about news. It's more about, more about getting viewers than letting people know what's going on in the country. McEnany lies, Jen Psaki tells the truth. That's Lockhart's claim. And because of that, because Biden is decent and Psaki doesn't lie, the media should just be nicer to Joe Biden. Just think about that one. All right, next let's talk about the National Guard because a newspaper in Utah is under fire for advocating a position that calls for the National Guard to essentially shut down unvaccinated Americans. If that sounds like something from a dystopian sci-fi movie, I completely agree. Except this is a real newspaper and it is really calling for Americans to be locked up and segregated from the rest of society. Here's the story. The Salt Lake City Tribune editorial board published an editorial on Saturday that called on the Utah governor to use the National Guard to prevent unvaccinated citizens from going anywhere. In an editorial titled, Utah Leaders Have Surrendered to COVID Pandemic, the editorial board writes, the paper lays blame at elected officials for failing to mandate the vaccine for all citizens. The paper asserted that if Utah was a civilized place, Republican Governor Stephen Cox would implement a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for the state and have the National Guard enforce the mandate by not letting unvaccinated people go anywhere. This is what happens when differing opinions are shut down. 
when medical experts get banned and blocked from YouTube and other social media platforms, only one message gets out. And it's a message of political control, not science. And that message is being used to justify actions and ideas such as what is being advocated by this newspaper. It's un-American, but that is today's leftist mentality. Here's more. Were Utah a truly civilized place, the governor's next move would be to find a way to mandate the kind of mass vaccination campaign we should have launched a year ago, going as far as to deploy the National Guard to ensure that people without proof of vaccination would not be allowed, well, anywhere, the editorial board wrote. Government officials, mostly but not exclusively Republicans, were apparently determined not to be caught governing in the face of this challenge. Any move or recommendation to mask up, or when safe and effective vaccines became available, to make vaccination a requirement of admission to public places and society in general, was shouted down as an unwarranted imposition on individual freedoms, it wrote. Oh, those pesky individual freedoms. They're just so inconvenient. Give me a break. Friends, it's up to all of us to stand up for freedom to always fight against government overreach, and in today's era, to speak out against censorship of opposing viewpoints and ideas. Otherwise, we might actually end up with the National Guard at our front door. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show is going to be Wednesday evening at the usual time, 6.30 p.m. Central. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.